Coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced for decades. We're seeing the devastating impact of this invisible killer. There will come a moment when no health in the world could possibly cope because there won't be enough ventilators, enough intensive care beds, enough doctors and nurses. That is the moment of real danger. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a, a an incredibly difficult end to frankly an awful year and it's important for everybody to act essentially act like they might have the virus and that's the way that we can control it together the way ahead is hard and it is still true that many lives will sadly be lost our advisory group on new and emerging respiratory virus threats nerve tag has spent the last few days analyzing this new variant it may be up to 70 percent more transmissible than the old variant, the original version of the disease. You, you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Assume you might be infectious, assume you might be infectious, and that's the way that we have to behave at this moment. Today, the United Kingdom's chief medical officers have advised that the country should move to alert level five, meaning that uh, if action is not taken, NHS capacity may be overwhelmed within 21 days and it's going to spread further and I, I must level with you, level with the, the British public, um, more families, uh, many more families are going to lose loved ones before their time. Your colleague on stage, John Edmonds, has just sent me a statement saying that as far as he's concerned this is the worst moment of the epidemic because of the extraordinary inf infectivity of this new strain. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, this is a horrible moment, for sure. I to say, as I'm really sorry to hear about your two relatives who died from this virus. I mean, it is a very dangerous virus uh, for many people. We're looking to move to a different regime. So as we come to the fourth step, we will change the basic tools that we have used to control human behaviour.
you're eating that little line. I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. transitions earlier just because everything's going so slow tech oh, actually I, I can't complain actually um the uh things have been relatively smooth the uh last few weeks um that's for keeping that that bleak far far away in the back just flick those buttons in the server <laughs> don't don't touch the console don't don't do it um so what are we going to be doing today? I'm afraid that I've been, um, how should we say, busy. Um, Waifu is in the chat, Mrs. H-bomb. Um, she's uh, not feeling too good. And um, so I've been trying to look after her, um, look after myself, and look after the kids as best as, uh, as, best as a slovenly uh, other half can do. And so... And I've got other stuff um, circulating, or circulating on on the boil, as it were. And um, you know, I'm hoping uh, to, you know, just we're moving forward with respect to experiments. And you know, the question is, is how how really to proceed um, with respect to trying to get as many data points as possible um, with limited limited supply of vaccine and you know my overriding concern and question is is it possible to trigger prion in 
people, uh, or in this case, our surrogate, um, human uh, hamsters. And oops, hang on, just a little warm in here. Uh, two seconds. And, you know, there's, there's many little things that you have to get in place just in order that you hit the ground running. And so I have to, I can't make this a super long stream. And so there's a few points, uh, things that I want to cover. Obviously, the, uh, the war pigs are snouting and snuffling around, uh, trying to gear up and drum up more war. And... Um, I think it's important to stay on top of that. Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm convinced it's all linked. It's like that that crazy meme, right, with the dude with all the the red string going everywhere on on the wall, and um, <laughs> I'm I'm starting to feel like that as we see all these, uh, how should we say, pieces of data um come together and you know, I, I thought about maybe i will even do that just for um easy content is um giga spiral <laughs> yes <laughs> he's calling charles a glowy as i sort of dipped into it someone sent me the timestamp, and i looked at it earlier this morning and <laughs> i watched it i was having a sort of click through and um the what the, the the basic direction of it was that Charles Charles is a, is a glow nigga, 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 nigga. and I'm <laughs> I can assure you <laughs> this is not the case. Um, I have uh, I've seen oh oh of uh, Charles' uh, existence and. Um, we have to, we have to hope uh, that he can, he can at least uh, stay with us. Um, like I say, I'm very concerned about his uh, dysautonomia. Um, I myself have been somewhat under the weather, and you know the the weird thing is I've been getting like uh, so after COVID I had like chest pain for months and months and I, I sort of my back has been improving somewhat so I sort of started walking a little bit and I mean a little bit um if it was a kilometer a day I would be surprised but um all of a sudden I've got angina like pain again I'm hoping that's just um because I've got sort of I don't know some sort of respiratory tract infection that the um it's just uh cytokines uh flooding flooding my system and just uh triggering triggering old injuries so if you hear me uh sniffing and coughing and uh whatnot um that's why um i also did a pre-recorded interview yesterday uh, i thought about playing that as some content but i wasn't sure if the lady who who did it um interesting lady in australia who <laughs> check this um has had 11 children and you know she sort of um, <laughs> she's become how should we say acutely aware of the the tyrannical side of state power because she hadn't um 
I don't know if I should be saying this on stream or not, but oh, I, I, I think it's okay. But uh, but she'd gone down the no vaccine route. She'd had a couple of complex pregnancies, etc. Um, and because her children hadn't been to the doctors, um, she started to just get hassled by uh, state authorities. Um, yeah, I kind of get that there's a um, there's a eh, I, I don't want to say a duty. Yeah, I mean we come together as a sort of social collective, right? And we have to um, sort of divide work and responsibilities up. And um, I guess you know there are kids who have very very um, deprived backgrounds. These these kids were not deprived. I I saw I saw one of them, um, beautiful young boy about the same age as my kids, full of beans, um, very happy, and um, and a mother doing an excellent job. But it was interesting just to talk to uh, someone who um, you know she's, she's done uh, her fair share of keeping the species around. When uh, most of you lazy lick spills can even spit out one or two. And uh, you got to get free, <laughs> minimum. You must have free. We must maintain population levels. <laughs> don't, don't make the corporate tyrannical demons uh, job any easier. Keep spitting out spawn. Um, make them ungovernable and uh, make them so that they are... Uh, well, uh, uh, they did what have, have fathers and have fathers, 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 fathers. Uh, did before us and uh, build out and um, yeah, do the do the right and uh, honourable thing. Uh, let's see, let's see. We've got in the chat, obviously. Um, ba, 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 uh, <laughs> lay off the cow pass for a bit. Um, no, I'm uh, I'm all right drinking milk. Um, if uh, if my ancestors have been drinking milk for tens of thousands of years and eating cheese and whatnot, um, I think it's all right for me. I think everyone's, um, look, there's a whole bunch in my family that do not drink milk and have the same, uh, same respiratory tract infection. Um, let's see. So, do, 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 do. Uh, I, oh, Charles in the chat. Good to see, you, bro. Uh, let's see. Um, I wonder if weed psychosis is terminal. Um, I mean, it can certainly damage people long term, but that much is sure. Um, the question is, is whether they were sort of predisposed to end up in that state anyway. And uh, look, man, today it, it, it's not your grandpappy's weed anymore, right? It's <laughs> those. Uh, they're uh, I don't know what they are uh, wizards of, up in the Humboldt County um, growing out all that super weed, super skunk. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I you build a tolerance to it relatively quickly. Um, you know, look, I put my hands up and say, yeah, I was. Uh, it was not unknown for uh, the doctor to have uh, long periods of his life of uh, oh, you know, wake and bake. Life's sweet and a dream. I'll just, uh, yeah, just, uh, 
another bowl, another comb. <laughs> Just in let the world slide by. And um, the you know can you can you be um hyper ideation and um sort of uh, a, a screwed up sort of correlation indicator with with weed right you sort of see something and then you you you're convinced of um you know hyper relationships between disparate things and data sets and um you know the, when when you've chumped down on Denny Rancor's math and it didn't stick in the throat at all, then um I'm not sure I'm not sure what to tell you uh in that instance. Lay off lay off the weed, um, engage frontal cortices, um <laughs> repair with uh liberal doses of uh, fish oils and psilocybin. Um I don't know. Just you know, it's a it's like booze, right? I don't think a, you know a, a moderate bit of drinking is uh, is terribly bad for you. But you know, if you get up and you know you've got like the DTS and you pour in your your booze into your coffee, <laughs> then you know you might have uh you might have a problem and you know i've uh how should we say i i used to party hard i guess and you know i've done the uh drink through the hangover game <laughs> postpone it for a few days um it's just uh it's just how it is um but uh i think generally uh i'm okay um considering the abuse that I've laid upon myself. Uh, let's see. Uh, GDL Science says RFK Jr. is uh, glowy. You got caught off guard wondering if in Israel was interfering in US politics. Has he now? Um, I mean, that's one thing that we will be touching on today because we'll be looking at Brett Weinstein being on. Uh, Tucker and chaos on my desk. Um, oh, I'm gonna just gonna knock that over. I don't have space. Boy, um, for saying, um, and I want to look at that because there's two very important segments in that. That you know, there's this interesting um, discussion about the mass movement of people from South America into um, the United States proper and who makes up that uh, the, the milieu of uh, of peoples and you know this is something I, I follow uh, Michael Yon and the, the ex-Green Beret his stuff is very interesting and I keep a I keep a um, eye on that on or what he's saying and you know he's been talking about this movement of people and they get into a discussion about well um who who would be behind the this pattern of um behavior and you know <laughs> the problem is is that they skirt around the bush and it's it's kind of point fingers at ching chongs 
with nary nary a uh, glimmer of um self realization that um there are other other groups who um want to see uh want to see the whites um removed from the evolutionary game and um we will we'll take a look at that because <laughs> it's it's hilarious to me how they how how they do try to skirt around it they know they know that um <laughs> when you when you start stepping into that space you've got to put them up there um as much as we put those crafty swiss and those bankers up there i've got to keep uh, i've got to keep the bleak in the ha- in the back happy <laughs> talk about Swiss uh, Swiss Knights Templars and uh, all that malarkey. All right, so uh, let's see. If just uh, so it's, it's a very casual stream, uh, full of uh, casual misogyny and uh, racism and casual sexism. Um, today. So don't don't expect too much uh, scientific output from me today. Uh, let's see. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Paddy Gulag ship pass ship posing gif rock stars. Um, I don't know, but I'm I'm looking at that whatever it is that whoever's putting those in the in Telegram that's probably you GDL. Um, what? Wait, what? Why? Why am I looking at two naked dudes? having a, a a fight in the street what the fuck man my telegram it's not my telegram it's uh how should we say fans <laughs> it's the fans but uh oh my god it's uh it's a uh nest of chaos <laughs> For, i don't know um it's drone footage uh man i don't, that stuff just scares the crap out of me um, but what is it called? Paget Gulag Joanna <laughs> forwarded from Paget Gulag Joanna. <laughs> I haven't joined that channel, but the stuff that's on there. <laughs> ah, poor Punjabi prepper. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Uh, shit stained beaches. I might, do I really want to look at that? Is this, is it really shit stained beaches? Um, maybe, I don't know. Oh, is that, oh yeah, this was the one I was looking for. <laughs> wait, wait. Do this. Um, again <laughs> it may be something like Tourette's etc oh you know what there was another one in there <laughs> let me see if I can find it it's just that the pace of that channel is um very quick I don't know. It's like it's like two Indians just 
talking into a phone. I know it's from a comedy clip. And man, there's been some shit going down. Maybe we'll just spend the afternoon <laughs> looking through uh, my Telegram channel for entertainment. We'll forget all that. But um, the the dude pole dancer was kind of interesting, I guess. But um, can I find it? <laughs> the 20-year-old Puma. Uh, a family man, his twin brother, has been absorbed in the womb. Calls himself Aryan. Native from Pooh in a lot of dung province. <laughs> Thinks Hindus invented everything. Couldn't even invent the toilet. <laughs> Removes shoes to enter temple. <laughs> Still shits on it. <laughs> Venerates from rats to ceramic pots. Still thinks Hinduism is legit. Drinks cow urine, <laughs> eats cow dung. Calls Pakistani subhumans. <laughs> his literature is basically cuckolding porn. Has raped his uncle twice today. Oh God, I'm gonna boom. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna boom. Ah. If the hiccups start and me, uh, what is that legit? <laughs> Beaches are not toilets. Um, I mean, look, I've been caught short once or twice on a long, long beach hike, you know. I do, I do the cat-like behaviour though, and um, I've got hiccups now. It ain't gonna help me, uh, my chest pain. You might have, you might have wrecked the stream. Shame. Oh, I'm trying to get it under control. Wait, what's this? Uh, nanotechnologies, robots, artificial intelligence, smart robo bees. That shit is straight out of. Uh, that was a Black Mirror episode, right? Oof. <laughs> I don't know. It's worse than the website uh, Chaotic. Um... Oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, I remember that bit. I remember that bit. <laughs> what did this, this was just? What the? Hello. Yeah, no, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. No, I was All just right. setting my purse on fire. It was cold. Oh. <laughs> I was just setting my purse on fire because it was cold. What? What? Uh. Uh. Yeah. Death and donations did the Israeli volunteer group handling the dead of October 7th exploit its role? Hmm, what do you think, folks? Children removed from Jewish sex jungle compound in Mexico. Oof. Only fans owner pledged 11 million to Israel. Lobby report. Is that the, uh, is that the rabbi? Where's the, where's the dudes with, uh... Send us your nudes. Send us your nudes. CDL. 
Find me that link. Send us your nudes. <laughs> I'll just I'll just get distracted scrolling through this. <laughs> I think I'm getting close. Wait, wait, wait. Can I find it? Uh, is it just repeating on me? <laughs> This Every morning I wake funny. up at 5.36 a.m. in an ice bath because... <laughs> Wim Hof told me to do it on a podcast once. Once my penis becomes penis becomes untrivel, untrivel enough to urinate, I do so in a glass so that I can drink it and retain all of the vitamins I lost from the night before. Up next, I'm actually boofing my morning green juice because some guy in the Joe Rogan podcast told me it increases nutrient absorption. For breakfast, I'm having a rare Norwegian hummingbird egg. I always eat the shells because one time my personal trainer told me it's high in calcium. It tastes great. Can't forget my morning affirmations. I write mine down at least 3,000 times because I was told once that's the ideal number for manifestation. I then meditate in the headstand position because it increases blood flow to the brain and helps me stay zen so I don't cuss out my Starbucks barista for using the wrong plant milk. And for my workout, I did a two-hour plank while staring at pictures of my ex because nothing motivates me more than eternal sadness. I promise I'm my best self with this morning routine. God, I'm so fucking lonely. All right, here's, uh, here's the uh, two sound clips. It, it was, um, it's not sound clip, it's, um, it's like video of, it's just. View in group. Go on then, view in group. I'm, it is open, god damn it. I love you. I love you. Israel woman, I love you so much. I want to marry Israel woman in life. Thank you so much. Please marry me, dear. Bold and beautiful Israel woman. Thank you very much. I love Why? Are you crazy? You're fucking. You are fucking. You are fucking. You fucking, fucking, you bloody. You bloody. Fuck you bloody. Bastard bitch. You fuck you. Fuck you. you. Bloody fuck you, bloody! Fucking mother, bloody fuck, bitch! Bitch, you bloody fuck you, you! Fucking bloody bastard, you! Now I've lost it. I've lost my place. All right. Anyway, get on. Uh, come on to stream. What is that? What is the Dave Smith? RFK is damned if he does or not in regards to Israel. He's probably playing it the best way anyone can right now. Um, look, he's he's obviously there's no politician in the U.S. that can sidestep that issue well except that um the two indian candidates and one isn't really a candidate um dr dr shiva um but it's only the indians that are calling out zog control and ramaswamy the uh <laughs> the, the pharmaceutical con man and you know there's if you've haven't learned yet you can't trust politicians they'll say one thing and then do completely the other when uh it comes to uh actual policy on the ground um just you know concentrate on that small in-group preference look after look after your own like uh like you know who does all right so uh it's <laughs> creeping. Uh, do, 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 do. The real reaction to the channel, they deleted the guys. Um, I, I, I just wanted, like, it's two guys looking into a cell phone, just sort of saying, <laughs> it just, uh, it cracked me up so much. Uh, 
Oh, here's uh, RFK Jr. freezes up into a long, awkward pause after being asked about Israel. Do you have concerns about um, the, the level of Israeli influence in our, our politics here in the United States of America? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not, you know, I'm not a politician in political office, so I don't see much of that. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of low resolution, but is, there's like a sort of tick going on with RFK as the question is being answered. <laughs> Play. Do you have concerns about um, the the level of Israeli influence in our our politics here in the United States of America? I I don't know. I mean I I don't know. I, I just I'm not you know I'm not a politician in political office, so I don't see much of that. He <laughs> doesn't see much of it. Okay. All right, I've just been I've just been completely um sidetracked by my um <laughs> my, my telegram channel. You bunch of spags in there. All right. Shiva is for common land ownership, no inherited land holdings. He's a communitarian. Um, yeah, I I do get that sense from him. And, you know, I, I, anything that's sort of tilting towards, well, essentially technocratic, solutions to technocratic problems um is by default it sort of leans into communitarianism and i'm i'm agnostic to it you know what you know something's got to change with respect to the current imbalance that we have right now which is that we're we're seeing a super predator class basically just hoover up any any semblance of middle class and you know i you want to be able to limit inherited you know <laughs> if you if you're a rothschild um you know we might we might want to be thinking about um putting limits on some capabilities that you might have particularly if you go to the extraordinary lengths of um you know, cousin marriage and inbreeding to maintain power and wealth within a family. But then, you know, is there is there any other way of doing that? And you know, the, the basically the communitarian answer is that it becomes governments by algorithm, right? And machine machine management. And I don't know. Like, I don't like the old, the old political and economic descriptors don't don't work very well in that instance when you're trying to um, pass 
the data with respect to what we have right now um, in terms of computing and um, the ability to transfer large large amounts of data and data sets very, very quickly. I mean, for sure, I think that many, many jobs right now are going to be... Are you all right, big boy? Hey, look after your camera. Um, any news on the trucker psyop? Uh, you mean the farmer one in Brussels? I mean, last I saw, they were firing rubber bullets at them. There's, there's a whole... I don't know where I saw it. I wish I'd grabbed the link, but some someone had put a a side by side juxtaposition. So Macron had gone to visit uh, the Swedish royals, and it's all this you know, Strauss violin concerto music playing on the one as he's pulled up in a limousine, and they're all in fancy dinner dress and and all the pomp and pageantry. And then it's sort of juxtaposed with French farmers um, turning motorways into um, mud quagmires and lighting fires. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Johnny says, if RFK were to call out Israel, would be branded an anti-Semite and would be immediately finished. I'm cutting him some serious slack on this, as again, he's damned if he does or he doesn't. Yeah, I agree. And Macron is a faggot. Yeah. And um, the thing that pegs him was his teacher. And uh, that's that's not a woman, in case you hadn't noticed, folks. So um, all, all these people are, in a sense, beyond the sort of taxation burden that they put on us and the, well, the, the, where dream desire just to just to cull the numbers because they're concerned about the, the imbalance as much as we're concerned about the wealth imbalance they're concerned about the number imbalance right and they would want to try to even those odds um quite quite significantly um in my opinion and you know this the the, the grand chessboard over the last four years you know there was there was lots of discussion prior to um 2019 2020 was trump really the a disrupting factor that made them think oh you know the uh, oh my god populism that that terrible thing populism whether where the people the working population of a country would like to see the borders closed and their their communities not undercut by transitory migration oh it's not even transitory in this instance it's just sort of third world um replacement and i'm <laughs> you ain't getting any better choices Lixfields. that's that's the thing you, your job your job is just survive right now um everything that's in play and you know the limit should just uh get on with the stream should i and um do the I didn't have many slides. I'm just, I'm just freewheeling. I'm distracted, and uh, I can. I've still got Telegram in the corner of uh, my eye. What the, where, where do you? How do you guys find time to just be sitting on the internet finding all this shit, man? What a. 
I broke back, Brenda. <laughs> what is that? Knox, 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 bro. Do you get it? The poof to box. <laughs> All right. Um, enough, enough of, oh, yeah, you know, this is Argentina. Argentina has uh, protests right now. Why does Argentina have protests? Hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, the wheels of history are turning. All right. Uh, let me just get on with the stream. Oh, I forgot the house game. Just do the important page. This one. Uh, I'm here most days streaming science. Maybe what I'll do is I'll stream the interview that I did do later because it's more productive. I'm speaking about the issues of the day, which is uh, well, the scientific issue, which is potentially... Um, you, you can look at the molecular biology and um, have they have they unleashed biowarfare and what's the nature of that biowarfare and um, if well the, the, I guess the summary was that what you saw over the last four years was that through their ability to centralize and operate transnationally you saw how it would be possible if they were going to do a mass exposure and die off in this instance and like i say the one of the best ways i could think of doing that would be well you want to seed prions into the population and then you're going to have all manner of um once past immune barriers you'd you'd get all manner of abnormality uh, maladies etc but uh please 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 uh support the stream support the blick in the back uh as he uh keeps everything uh turning and functioning somewhat there's a reason that you've got this integrated chat and uh <laughs> all these things like uh streaming platforms where you can go and uh obviously haven't updated in but i should be live on there you can watch there for an upgraded and uh superior sound experience um and of course if you wish to support the stream uh you can use your user cards or uh, your paypal and uh by hitting that blue button right behind my head and uh yeah the qr code in the morning just point your surveillance device at it it expels and uh, it'll take you right through to uh, separating you from your uh, digital digital bank currencies because that's really what they are at the moment. They're just they're just ripping off the uh, the final the final phases of uh, telling you, oh yeah, all, all that money you think you have, yeah, it's just uh, it's on our computers. You're you're all fucked. All right, uh, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. You need to identify that one group that is hell-bent on importing the entire third world into all white countries. You mean, sir? The Jew. That group? <laughs> all right. Uh, look at what the Brits did to Corbyn in regards to Israel. The establishment took him out on that single issue. The U.S. establishment is licking their chops, hoping to take out RFK the same way. Um, yeah, of course. I, you, are, you are in the West. There is no getting around the... Uh, that level of corporate legal control because that and it's not all hashtag not all but they've they've been at it far longer and are far more organized and just play the legal game in such a way that it, essentially if you try to go 
up against it, you you will, um, you, you essentially you can't win. They'll they'll destroy you through the courts process to eventually where you you know if you're stubborn enough to stand there, you might get it into like the high court, and the then a high court judge might just um somewhat partially agree with you, and they'll just change the laws after that. Um, there's, there's no, there's no getting around it at the moment. The only thing, the only thing that you can hope is that, that, that essentially that the implosion is such, and I think they're very, very close to that because of how they're, how they're being stretched at the moment. And that might be very deliberate, right? That they need to, um, for the next phase of uh, human as they see it human development that the the west is uh, and all your all your uh, laws and uh, philosophies towards individual sovereignty they're just too cumbersome for the technocratic communitarian solution and um, they've got to find a way to uh, to break you and you know that that would be a multi I would say multi-decade process. Even when it, even once it goes hot, right? So we, you know, you can just let's post Second World War, right? And then you have all the uh, the establishment of the UN, and then all these um, transnational groups. Then you get the uh, limits to growth type Malthusian thinking kicking in, and you know, there's, um, you know, what's the, where does the real power lie? Any sort of uh, attempt at uh, representation representative can't say it. uh representative government within the uh, for for the people is essentially it's a puppet show for you as the transnational powers continue to exercise influence as they have done for centuries now and the we know at the top not even at the top <laughs> it's just uh, you just have to get into the entertainment class in the uk and uh, we all know that they're um they're bent kiddie diddlers and um, are just, well, they they lack the brain cells to be able to figure out what it is that they're actually involved in. They get a good life, right? And so there's very little, again, self-awareness of what it is that they could be contributing to. And um, it's that dismantling of rights that they're aiming for. And um, that that's going to take time. And of course, population replacement is um, one of those things. And um, of, of course, you've you've got to um, break the vestiges of um, let, let's say power projection, right? Because that's that's how the twentieth, nothing that took like the it, it was all about sort of high seas um, laws and treaties, right? And how how to um, make contracts and what what applied where and when and i don't want to go down a complete rabbit hole of um admiralty law and your your rights and secular v act and um jewish lightning in 1666 at the same time burning down london um all that all that all that is is true and the the issue right now is that they're aiming for um a populace that is compliant and they will do it by hook or by crook. And I think part of that process is, um, you know, even, even if you took out the potential 
input from them exposing people to prion catalyzing epitopes via gene transfection, which is, that's, in my view, the number one question that needs answering right now. What is the extent to which ex that exposure causes that catalytic cascade? And how close are we to the um, white-tailed deer uh, type scenario? And how, how much can we do to um, prevent that? And you know, the other concerning data point that we have right now is um, perhaps you're going to see a accelerated um, birth collapse, which we've we have this data point from Sweden right now, which shows a 50% drop. That is um, unheard of and uh, is a very, very worrying um, data point at the moment. Now, you know, I, I, you know, I was having this discussion yesterday, and and the the same questions come up, which is, well, what do we do? And the like I say, short of, you know trying to stave off what that exposure would mean and that means you know, if you want to guzzle down methylene blue be my guest you might have a do it with a congo red tracer and uh, <laughs> it's not medical advice by the way and any and every active molecule that's potentially available and they they might not be so readily available in the coming months to years. Um, and we should explore that space. And, you know, I want to give a shout out to Mike Wick because he sent me um, this interesting paper about thiamine and its ability. But in this case, its ability to bind to normal prion protein. It's, it's not really a measure of its effectiveness in um the disease state but the it's perhaps maintaining optimal health is one way one one battle that you'll have to take on the other is you, you need to be like the gal or the lassie from yesterday and you, you need to be going back to families of 10 or 11 like like your grandparents um and the the idea of you know this that they've sold you on you've got to you've got to get your kids through you know send them to university saddle them with debt and put them into those professional classes and yeah okay um but what professional classes are going to be left when literally everything can be i don't want to say completely automated away like a lot of manufacturing that's sort of repetitive etc can be automated away and the single a single individual will be able to coordinate far more through these tools such that you won't need the bulk of um like project planners etc and code writers to do the um the r&d development that we we currently have and you know that I don't think it would be, it's not going to be like this. It could be a far better world that we go into where, you know, there's uh, an abundance, et cetera. And, um, you know, we have to be sensible about the way that we, of course, power those um, developments. But I don't think they want that. They don't want you 
um, no, what, what's with using and strip mining lithium, right, to, to, to make an electric battery when, you know, we can do, we're really good now at making things like hybrid engines, right? If the, if the electric drivetrain is there, then, you know, you go down like the Prius route of having uh, a small a small engine so you're using less oil in that fashion and you could you could do all of those things um but they i don't think they want to i think like i say they want to reach this um technological uh event horizon and then many many people become surplus to requirements and then it's up to you um to defy them in that space and have have kids that's the solution now i get it some of us have uh, skipped that or not not skipped but our, our time has gone but what you should be doing is perhaps inculcating into your children that that's that's the um prime yeah, prime directive <laughs> go out get out there and uh <laughs> fill the fill the void with uh, human souls Let's see, Crab Guppy says, Prius makes more sense, but a small diesel makes even more sense. Yeah, look, I, I was speaking, I, I haven't spoke to him for a while, but I was really switched on about um, how to, uh, you, you know, the amount of power that the car, your car makes, right, is more than enough to, like, power your home. And, you know, we could be using those sort of technologies to um, dr driven off you know things like liquid natural gas um i think there's so much liquid natural gas around that um as i think it's it's essentially infinite in its supply and you go you go that route if they're concerned about um pollution and then you um and then you try to sort of uncouple from the grid because his his over over arching premise was that we don't have the grid infrastructure to be able to um, wire up our current grids to supply what they would perceive as the, the expected demand for electric vehicles. Well, take the, no need to change the grid, just um, change the way you're delivering power and you, you make that through um, vehicles and I, I guess you could have um, a community supply and um, that type of thing. It was very sort of uh, interesting line of thinking. Um, you know, that engineering was sort of out, out my field, but it made it made a lot of sense to me. And th th again, you have to move away from centralized authorities because they've shown themselves to be inherently, um, or, or they're prone to this weakness. That we're talking about that everyone recognizes toyota will likely figure it out soon there are serious cars here in japan that are hybrids big luxury vehicles that if you if it didn't say hybrid on the side you wouldn't know it was uh, an electric car and they've got really good performance and track your family around and i just they don't have the range issues and can be filled up like any any regular car where we have that infrastructure but they, again they don't want that they want you constrained and okay you, you might be allowed somewhat 
free range within respective borders. But um, I think international flights, etc., will be severely curtailed, potentially. But Zaliman says, look how the EU was formed. That's the first communitarian reformation without killing bureaucrats. EU is ruled by acqui communitaire or communitarian law. Yeah. And look, I can can be proudly say that I was um, staunchly against the EU. (laughs) Even as a young man, I've had to... uh, Hey, big boy. Um, You should have um, national sovereignty and you shouldn't be subject to the diktats of a bureaucratic, technocratic class that is essentially dissociated away from the people that it's supposed to be governing. Um, we've seen what's happened, though, as Brexit happened. There hasn't, there hasn't been any change, though, to the globalist philosophies that the governments are operating from. And I, I don't see that changing anytime soon because they're all enriched by it. Whereas the Untermensch, Oh, you know, you just have to take it on the chin. And I'm, you know, you could, I I can say I'm immigrant class now in Japan and I'm um, stuck here, not stuck here. I want to be here um, because I do see Japan as somewhat of a holdout where they are um, conscious of keeping their national identity and their um, their culture. And um, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I applaud it. And there's no, there's no, yeah, there's not that supranational bureaucracy telling Japan what to do. The UN somewhat, and what would be very strained um, past, essentially military allies, right? And Japan being a military ally of the u.s um stretches the term somewhat i mean they're they're still essentially a defeated country in that respect and remain under the united states military umbrella and could could essentially act as a forward operating base to fight off those fight off those filthy yellow chinchongs should they try anything smart um but yeah it, it look if it's going to be a zog war, um, I'd rather I'd rather stand here and do it than uh, the <laughs> miserable killing fields of Europe. <laughs> it's just fuck that noise. Uh, let's see, <laughs> the car that runs on Coombe is the new black. Um, yeah, well, <laughs> I'm not sure I'd be. Uh, fueling it so well at the moment let's see bolsheviks will wrest control away from non-bolsheviks of all institutions they aren't interested in you uh and running our own lives yeah there's a tendency uh, i have a tendency to agree with that um like like i say what i think um if you were to pass out what we're looking at in the um current state of affairs is an attempt at 21st century bolshevism the way to do it is through the medical systems um that's why there's so much effort being placed there and on aggregating data there and um getting people to um 
well, that, I've said this before, that the class issue was too divisive of the last century. And what they've gotten onto is 99% of people have to have some reliance on the medical system. And that's how you get the surveillance and the compliance now. And what we just saw was the first first attempts at it. All right. So um, I'm going <laughs> to... What did I have first? Uh, oh, yeah. So this was just to remind me that um, we had Newland in uh, <laughs> Ukraine. <laughs> Whispering away. Oh, we're gonna. Why? 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 We're gonna give that Mr. Putin something to think about. Hmm. Let's see. Um, what did what happened? This. So, um, you know, in response to obviously the continued unrest. <laughs> unrest, it's not unrest, right? When you when you're using military hardware such as on the screen and you're decimating civilian populations, that's genocide, and um, it should be called as such. And there shouldn't be any holding back with respect to um, criticism of any organization, country, or group that engages in it. And it's incredible to see that the double standards that are at play as, you know, the Houthis are, <laughs> you know, call them whatever you want, sand. But they they are looking after their own. And of course, you know, the, a lot of the motivational factor comes from eschatological differences, yada, yada, yada. But, um, you know, they've, they have made things decidedly unpredictable in what was normally a Israel Israel could continually get away with um, human rights abuses at a level that wouldn't be countenanced by any other country except because of their constant quetching and um, perceived um, victim consciousness that they are um, they are given this leeway and you know as much as much as i would like to uh strafe the uh the mosques in the uk um i i think i would be against such action unless um you know unless the gloves have really come off right and you're <laughs> you're it's uh it's an all or nothing fight and i d i don't think it has to be like that you can you can encourage these uh, these groups to go away, remove the welfare. Um, that would be the first thing. Um, stop the uh, the hiring practices and the uh, the type of corporate uh, groupthink that allows uh, or, or provides them with um, far more of, let's say, evolutionary advantage uh, over the locals. And you know, but just just think of the if. Japan suddenly elected a curry chomper, Paji, to be their prime minister. It it would look ridiculous, right? And it looks ridiculous for the UK to be in its current state. So that that aside, um, wanting wanting my island back, um, the 
what we've seen, or what I see happening right now is as Israel has engaged in this um, genocide, that we're seeing the limits to how far the military solution works, right? And the obviously there's been the ICJ decisions which were um less than favorable i don't i don't think they carry much weight personally um israel will ignore them as they think they're a law unto themselves but we're seeing the limits of uh, the current military technology i guess posture that um when you, you you've got large ships essentially just trying to take out um, m- mobile missiles and drones uh, in the Yemen, and um, they can had the Houthis can play that game all day, and the costs for doing these types of responses, which I don't know what it was, eighty five hits the other day, strikes and another thirty, but what they haven't done is and much to John Bolton's chagrin, I'm sure, they haven't gone and struck Iran. And there's been this <laughs> looking, going through the looking glass moment as the Americans basically contacted the Iranians and said, can we please strike you so that we are trying to, so that we can save face um, with respect to the fact that you've killed um, free Americans who, um, by all intents and purposes, are essentially operating within Syria, and whether they were across the border in Jordan, I I don't know. I think that I I don't know what to trust with respect to news sources in that domain right now. This is this is how skeptical I am of everything. But I'll I'll just take for granted that that has happened, and it happened in. Um, across the border in Jordan and um, such is such is the um, the calculation on on the table and what that what's being done is well that they've hit targets in again Syria Iraq which are countries which <laughs> I mean we didn't we haven't declared war against Syria and the um, Iraq, I thought we'd, uh, that was mission accomplished a long time ago. I saw George Bush coming back on a boat and uh, <laughs> it was all taken care of. And we, we'd left. And um, after, after, after smashing the, uh, the family China, and we, we've gone and hit targets in those regions. So you've got essentially this massive territory, right, where the Iranians... Are doing the what we're doing, which is supplying weapons to potential buyers, etc. Groups, um, we're doing the same uh, in Ukraine, and again the double standard and juxtaposition is striking as we're blaming Iran for um, seeding these weapons into uh, to these groups, and um, while we're doing the same to. <laughs> for it the jew oligarchs that run ukraine um and that they haven't taken the step to hit 
Iran. And Iran just has to bide its time, right? They can't, that, well, you have to hope. And there's, no, there's, no, there's no guarantee that that will hold. But you have to hope that there isn't the, well, I was just saying, I'd say false flag attempt made to stage a, an invasion like they did with Iraq after 9-11. And, you know, if you're old enough to remember just what that took to, um, to stage that type of well, invasion. So, you know, at the, at the time. But I, I want to say there were, it was like 500,000 troops all together, I think. And if people cast their minds back, they were trying to initially use Turkey to come in from the north and to come in from the south through Basra, if I remember correctly. And um, at, at the time, Turkey said no. And that actually made things far more um, complicated. Of course, there was um, staging in Saudi Arabia, etc. But I, d I don't think that the um, Middle East anymore is <laughs> going to be compliant to the, these types of, of games anymore. They're probably a little bit tired <laughs> of us coercing them, um, especially being coerced when they they're choking so much on the presence of Israel being in the region and American or let's say global corporate power has essentially reached its limits. We've ran the gamut of um, sanctions. We've essentially pushed Iran, China and Russia together into a nexus that is essentially, it's too much territory to be trying to hold with conventional troops <laughs> i don't know if they the the battle robots are just ready to unfurl uh, uh, roll off in in the hundreds of thousands maybe I, I i don't think so and if they were they wouldn't want to be giving that tech away just yet i don't think and so better to chew through men, better to keep working on the attrition of the human population and let the, let them sort of suck up the wealth. Because any which way you cut it, the same people still prosper under these same conditions. It doesn't matter, you know, if it's free open borders and um, global markets, etc., or it's warfare and um, mass movements of people that way. This, the same people continue to get enriched, and it's a, um, you know, it's getting a bit boring now. Um, time to change. Uh, do Japanese people miss Shinzo Abe? Not so much, not that I can tell. I don't have um, in-depth discussions about politics with Japanese people because I just don't speak Japanese. Um, they, they are a very... Um, Oh no, wait, wait. Indian model Poonam. <laughs> Poonam Pandey fakes death to raise cervical cancer awareness. 
<laughs> oh, the association with poo, just it's not going to go away, is it? <laughs> you see that on the screen? Just <laughs> Uh. <laughs> is that is that the one that the dude was licking on the bus? <laughs> All right. Um let's see. Do, 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 do. A Ukrainian became Miss Japan recently. Yeah, I know. And I showed that to Japanese friends and they're horrified. Uh, let's see. Houthis aren't without sympathy in the Middle East, North Africa region. Yeah. yeah. And tough people, man. Um, <laughs> they've been fighting uh, Saudi Arabia since, what is it, 2012? And it's it's not like the Saudis don't have a technically proficient military, right? They've, they can afford it. Um and they haven't been able to control that region. Um, <laughs> unless you're Israel, you just can't go in and uh, willy-nilly just bomb uh, bomb civilians as you like. Uh, let's see. Hey, Kev. Um, bad day-to-day symptoms-wise. So I'm in bed bound all day. Make me laugh. I'm trying. Trying, Lindsay. Sweetheart. Sorry. Um... Let's see. Pre-crime and a snitch society will shame and ostracize resistance. Yes. The data needed to run pre-crime is they can't handle the amount. Yet yeah, it's BS. No, you're seeing it though already. GDL is is that you're looking at? You can't say what it is that you want to say. I did the in the last stream. I talked about um, ah, what's his name? Called Martin Kuldorf, the. Harvard um, professor. And basically he was saying, I couldn't say what I wanted to say and didn't have the spine to say it um, online. And, you know, essentially it was just a call to, calling down the mark story. Uh, yeah, we're sorry we oppressed you academics during the uh, COVID now. Now, please, uh, we're, we're admitting to it. Go back, go back to doing what you're doing. Go back to paying your mortgages or we'll shame you some more. Um, that's that's essentially how the the pre crime works, and you'll get a you'll get the rosers kicking in your door in the UK should you uh, should you make fun of uh, Poonam here. Uh, let's see, Amitai Etzion of the Communitarian Network injected into academia that the individual is dangerous and unhealthy without the kibbutz. We before me. Yeah, it's just collectivist thinking. Um, uh, you on Telegram? Check the Pagey cleats. You will flow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure that. <laughs> that uh, that turn of phrase for ladies is, uh, it could be taken either way. Um, just careful on that. <laughs> A bit casual misogyny. <laughs> Let's see. I just realized that news from Gaza with dead children may be one of the factors of me feeling down. Um, I'm sorry to hear that, Mrs. H-bomb. But the doc is trying his best to raise awareness about the issue. All right. Uh, let's see. Hooties. Oh, yeah, I did that one. I'm sitting in front of myself. First in family. Very honored. Poo Jabsa. Lindsay, can I see it? <laughs> please, please. <laughs> did that, did that. Um, 
she, them three national guardsmen didn't do nothing. <laughs> right. Right. And, you know, the, the fact that they're able to just hang that sort of status quo around, well, you've got, you've got an expeditionary force sitting in Syria, right? The Syrians didn't let them in. Just where, just where the oil happens to be, you know. Uh, let's see. Lindsay says, I made national news coverage on Epoch Health in Epoch Times yesterday. If you saw it, they published me and some of my story. And Daniel Baker and Shell were starting, starting to finally break through. Um, yeah. They, uh, hang on. My chat's broken. What's going on? Am I streaming still? What? Why? Hmm, my chat has frozen. Let's try this. Ah. Ah, there's insufficient disk space. Am I still streaming? I can't record this. Oh, it's going out. I'm, I need a uh, five by five if we're still live. It says streaming. Um... Let's see. We're so gone. Watched a live earlier about Canada's corrupt RCMP knob from retired cop. Yeah. Uh, Lloyd Brown says Catholic immigration, legal immigration, network attorneys, next common theme. Susan Schreiber, Sarah Bronstein, <laughs> Lolita Brahman, and Michael Edelman. Mm. Um, World War Three over a few GED holding Georgians from Black Latina. <laughs> <laughs> dude you crack me up uh let's see let's see who lambs who lambs broken pussy fun let's see the gilded chat invite from mccann dojo is invalid expired um i'll get on that right away all right um abe um yeah it's but it's written in English, Abe. Uh, gonna have some Pooh Man Karma. Um, need to laugh? I don't know. What a, if it's on YouTube, I can't believe it's that funny. <laughs> Nothing fun is allowed on YouTube anymore. Okay. <laughs> Uh, when one yen equals one dollar this October, how much will a kilo of rice cost in the US? A lot. Um, the Japanese, I think, are generally somewhat self-sufficient in rice. Um, is bread still being made with wool plaster? I don't know. Um, in China, you mean? Uh, that didn't go so well with Evergreen College. I agree, GDL, but there needs to be oversight and not complete wasteland because there are two sides to the same coin. Um, in the UK, they're calling for changing genders posthumously. <laughs> Is that true? What the fuck? <laughs> Mrs. Georgina Orwell. Is <laughs> that what we're at? Is that how far we've sunk? Oh, my word. Uh, let's see. 
Um, let's see. Remember those people who paid to have themselves frozen or just their head when they died so they could be brought back? I wonder if they got brought back some weird gender. Look, if you froze your head, you ain't coming back. Trust me. <laughs> you're dead, you're dead. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's um, continue to move on with uh, the war. So, um, surprisingly, Royal Navy scraps major warship patrols around the Falklands. So Ireland's naval protection limited to a small offshore patrol vessel as Argentina plans to buy three submarines and a stock of warships. Uh, that Belgrano uh, bruise still stings, it seems. And, you know, why, why would they do this? And, you know, potentially it could be trying to sucker the Argentines in for more war! Um, but the... I don't think Britain would have the capability of launching a military campaign like they did in the 80s now. I mean, they had a relatively independent strike capability. So they were able to fly uh, Vulcan planes and, you know, bomb them as a sort of, you know, now <laughs> we're coming. The Brits are a-gooming for you. Um, but And the Brits were lucky because even though they got their ships into position, they lost quite a few. The French Exocet missile um, was very problematic for the British. And the British were lucky that um, the Argentines were not setting fuses correctly on their bombs. There were multiple ships that were hit by planes doing bomb runs and um, they survived. So they only, they only just managed to um, hang on to the islands. And I don't, <laughs> well, they'd have a choice, right? They could probably try and get a force down there, but I don't know. I mean, if there was oil and gas, like they claimed there was, I think they would be tapping that right now. Um, but anyway, um, <laughs> so the area around the Falklands was previously patrolled by a frigate or destroyer with an anti-ship and air defense missiles. But Navy bosses have downgrade, downgraded the island's naval protection to HMS Forth, an offshore patrol vessel with one 30 millimeter cannon. Four Typhoon fighter jets remain on the island, but one is not operational. <laughs> The world is just too big. It's too big. And what, you just, you're going to use some sort of ballistic missile to try and threaten the Argentines with? Mm, I, I don't know. But any, anyway, the, you know, the point I'm trying to get at is that the, the, the war pigs are coming up short all the time. Now, is is this like a tactical play? Maybe. I don't know, um, but I don't think things are going the way that they intended in Ukraine. I certainly don't think it's going the way they wanted in the Middle East. And the last vestiges of Britain's empire um, are basically patrolled by a dinghy now with a 30 millimeter cannon on. 
<laughs> and you know what? Just to uh, remind people, um, <laughs> Nick Griffin, I ain't taking orders from that. Sorry. <laughs> it ain't happening. I'll make sure my boys ain't taking orders from it either. Um, this is uh, let it let it burn. Let it burn. Let it burn down to the studs and then um, go back in and uh, reestablish some discipline. And I hate that. And I want my head on that. Just move me off the screen. Move me off the tranny. But... Uh, I don't think a military that does this is in any position to be able to maintain the war fighting necessary to do a world war. And I don't see conscription working in the modern day. I mean, you, you could try starving the population to sort of force your will, but the... And they might do it. I mean, I wouldn't put anything else past them. But the... Um, <laughs> I ain't fighting for Globo Homo. And neither are my boys. Sorry. Ain't happening. No way. No how. I don't have my never clip. But it's never. <laughs> Why don't that work? God damn it. Never! There it is. Uh... Yeah, it's not working. Uh, browse. Never. Uh, but, 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 let me do that. I need that key. I need that key right now. Yeah. Okay. Does it work now? No? Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Why doesn't that work? Mm-mm-mm. with me and i'll be sad if i've lost uh i've lost never burgles never mm -mm -mm -mm. Never! Yeah. play it again never never right um all right so where was i yeah um just Nick Griffin is having the time of his life at the moment, um, calling shit out on the uh, on Twitter. Look, the fact he's got the space to be able to do that uh, when you know he wouldn't have been able to uh, not so long ago. But um, let's see, let's see what Saint Nick of Griffin has to say now. As we think, as we segue into uh, Tucker and uh, Weinstein. This brand of fundamentalist Islamic extremism was created by the Jews in the first place and has been, been promoted by British, American and Israeli intelligence operations ever since. So these genuine Muslim fanatics have been carefully guided to make sure that they're a weapon which can be used against the West 
to build sympathy for Israel and that they won't attack Israel, but they will attack us and our masters and the Mossad and everyone in between. They've all got an interest in unleashing these people once again on the West in order to put to whip our people up into a frenzy of hatred against the Muslims. So, yeah, let's go and nuke them all because an <laughs> appalling attack in Birmingham or in Paris or wherever or a string of attacks. Yeah. So that string of attacks is highly, highly likely this year, not in five years time because it's too late. The people, the ultra Zionists and the, the Jewish supremacist fanatics running Israel at the moment stand the risk of not running it in a few months time or after the next election because that's the way Israeli politics is. And if they leave it any longer than two years, the Iranians are going to have a nuclear bomb and they cannot be touched. So they are running out of time. So they need the West to fight their war for them. To do that, they need terror attacks in our cities, in your cities, in your town. You've been warned. <laughs> I know what it is with the, what is it? It's the Knights Templar International. Uh, yeah, I'd be... Uh... Aren't they uh, subverted? But, um, <laughs> wait, I follow Gentile News Network. Stop me from following. How dare you? Uh, let's see. What else is on there? Home Office asks for emergency £2.6 billion after asylum seeker hotels overspend. Bravo, Britain. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Only one Roch only one candidate can beat the system's warmongering uniparty in Rochdale, and he's George Galloway. Um, George Galloway going <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Record scratch. Nick Griffin is going to bat for George Galloway. Holy fuck. <laughs> What's going on in this world? Hello, Rahim. Dear brothers. <laughs> he is a uh, he is a muzzy convert now. Um it probably saved his uh, alcoholic liver, but uh, for sure, for sure, he's a convert. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. He's got the local patwa down. Thank you very much for gathering. I won't detain you for long. We don't want to block the road and many people have got to get away to work and so on. But I wanted to take this opportunity of the very first day officially uh, of the campaign, the very first Juma of the campaign. There will be four others. And so I'll be here again, God willing, and I'll be at the other mosques as well as the other parts of the community because on the 29th of February, the 29,000 Muslims in Rochdale, 29 is a magic number here. Haven't... <laughs> what the... Where am I watching, man? How far has Britain sunk, man? We're, we're, we're making allegiance with the Muslims. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have that on my bingo card for 2024. Uh, 
wearing a <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. An opportunity sent by Providence, sent by the Almighty, to be the voice for Gaza in the world. Rochdale can become historic on the 29th of February. Everybody here, I don't need to touch your heart about what, you, what we've been watching on our phones for the last 115 days. Every one of you has seen the same images of this. I can't stand Galloway. I really can't. <laughs> but, well, this is this is how topsy-turvy the world has got. Um... I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> Nick Nick Griffin running mate with George Galloway. Holy shit. <laughs> well, you know, if you're uh, if you're hankering after that populist power, I suppose it doesn't matter where where the populist power comes from. But just look at that mosque, man. <laughs> look at that dude in a blue dress. <laughs> uh, the stink of poo will be rife um all right i think you get the idea what else do we have uh instead of concessions and hope the brussel elite meet protesting farmers with tear gas and rubber bullets It just needs some snipers. Go my down on them. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so the hashtag great replacement isn't a far right conspiracy theory when the UN are working on it. So this this kind of um, feeds into where we want to go with um, Dakar. Uh, let's see. Replacement immigration. Is it a solution to declining an aging population? United Nations Population Division. No, it's not. How about you go fuck yourselves? We don't want it. No, no. Not this time. Not this fucking time. No, 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 not this fucking time. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. No fucking way. You made me look a right cunt. You're doing it again, you end. No way. No how. Wait for it. Never. Uh, Farage is still in the news. Is he? I mean, he did his job. Oh, some vaccine news. Um, do I want to play this? Maybe this requires um, some more focused time. I'll keep this up, but I, I haven't seen this clip before. Yeah, it's eight, nine minutes long, I want to say. And the, the gist of it is there are... So, of course, the police in Italy would have been mandated to get vaxxed and um there seems to be a extraordinarily high number um dying um presumably from cardiovascular events and <laughs> what a, ah, i don't i'm not sure i have the uh time for that uh i, I don't I'm, I'm kind of 
not concentrating today. I'm just riffing at the moment. So let's let's get to Tucker Carlson and Brett Weinstein. And before I begin, you know, I have a few thoughts on this. You know, how come, how come America, you're having what looks a bit like a sort of controlled opposition setup emerging around the dork web? And why, why would you be having, um, look, you can see Tucker's Chabad bracelet look under his sleeve. And the Weinsteins are um, spitting distance from the Epsteins. And, you know, I generally, I kind of, I'll listen to a Dark Horse podcast. I like um, Brett and Heather, generally. I don't find them objectionable. I find the brother um, objectionable. But um, Brett and Heather, you know, they're kind of sort of vanilla dissidents, right? But the the problem with vanilla dissidents, when you've literally got your back against the wall, and we may be four years in to far more kinetic activities, um, I'm not sure that that's what you need right now. Um, I, I guess it, you know you're gonna have you, you've got to sort of got to have wait for it. Tip of the spear, edge of the knife. Um, those those who will stretch out the dialogue so it kind of creates a space for others to follow in behind but you've got to be careful who's following in behind and the <laughs> especially this day and age but um let's see juice signal under the cia daddy's chuckle sleeve i see it yes yes um so i'm i'm happy to hear them discussing this issue and i think you know as americans um, someone's got to do it, and Americans are going to be, uh, how should we say, s somewhat gun-shy with respect to calling out what us old, those of us that come from the old world <laughs> have known implicitly that uh, you've got this, uh, well, they're going to get into, there's a parasite class. Parasite class who has been playing this game for centuries, centuries and centuries, and they're bloody good at it and in that context i'll let the uh discussion begin with uh well you know what i'll just beg your indulgence and um just take a wee break for a second um <laughs> that's that massage enthusiast yes <laughs> that's that massage enthusiast but uh let me let me just uh Take a quick break and I'll be back in a moment.
right, let's uh, let's get on with. Uh, wait, oh, there I am. Might just put myself into a less. Let's see, Tucker's reactions. Put me down here. And the fate the coon. Fate the coon. You know it makes sense. All right, let's do this. This imposing presence looking out over. Uh, so he's talking about the Panama Canal and this uh, this Im impassable, but this very difficult um, stretch of jungle that separates the Pan American Highway, and um, he's sort of leading up to what are the, what are the groups involved in allowing this mass mass migration? Hashtag Great Replacement and. <laughs> we can say uh, Kalergi plan for uh, the U.S. Per, per chance. Over to project power south. Absolutely. And after the handover, all of the military bases that were in the canal zone were handed over. And this one has been taken over by the U.N. and the international community and all the NGOs have offices there. And it reminded me of how many things in our society have been had their purpose inverted. Right. Universities used to exist to make young people uh, smarter and more analytically capable. <laughs> not anymore. Not in the West, I'm afraid. Uh, they, too, have been subverted. The long Gramscian march through the institutes. Universities now make people stupider and convince them of things that just simply aren't true. Yes. Newspapers used to help us understand what the facts were about events that were taking place that involved. That's not true. They've always been organs of the state. Um, you just picked your particular flavor of the organ of the state as they stuff the court slop. Get it down, you lick spill. You think you're smart with your broadsheet, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Now newspapers obscure the facts from us. Um, they're the last to report the news after we embarrass them into doing it. So this structure that once uh, was a testament to the achievement of the Panama Canal and the importance of protecting the Panama Canal um, is now involved in what looks like obvious subterfuge against American interests, right? An organization that is dedicated to facilitating migration without asking Americans, without there being any plan at all for how uh, the well-being of these people is going to be financed, that their office, IOM, is sitting, if this building, U.S. Army South at the Las Flores locks, um, is... Um, it's like a it's like a person and at that person's left knee is the IOM looking out at the bridge of the Americas which when I was there was the only way to cross the Panama Canal right it's almost the exact inversion of what this these structures were built for and uh, inversion you say hmm <laughs> say, it's, say it's not so just uh, you know Keep the, keep the vocabulary in mind, folks. How many times do you have to see the inversion of something to begin to get the sense that that's, something has taken over our system and it's, it's become sick? Well, it's, it's all, and I'm sure there's a biological 
uh, term to describe the process of well, maybe cancer, the body eating itself. I mean, it seems like the structures set in place to protect the country are now at war with the country. I do have the sense that um, the country, the structures, and it's not even just the country, it's the West. And, you know, I view myself as very much a patriot of the country, but I'm also a patriot of the West, which I see. Me the <laughs> Methinks white men talk with uh, forked tongue. Country is having, um, uh, it's, maybe it's slightly overstated to say invented the concept, but, um, but in any case, yes, the West appears to be sick with an infection. And again, I don't want to drag you into too much biology, but <laughs> just uh, you just trust me there, Lixville. Don't know, you don't need to understand the terms here. Just uh, you know, like Brown says, just like 1965 Immigration Act, Americans weren't asked. It went from 88% white European heritage to now have 59%. Yep, yep, yep. But don't you dare. Don't you dare keep looking at those statistics. White man, it's not allowed. <laughs> and don't don't you dare ask who might be the power behind the crown. Um everybody knows what a parasite is. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> Please, keep it coming. There's also something called a parasitoid. And a parasitoid is a parasite that kills its host in the process of doing its job. And I'm concerned that we may have a, a parasitoid that is actually... <laughs> Parasitoids. Um... Now, you know, maybe maybe Brett's on the good side here. Maybe maybe he's just conscious of uh you know <laughs> what's his name? Greenblatt. <laughs> the ADL. <laughs> the, the, the needle will be uh <laughs> twitching right now. <laughs> um parasitoid, yeah. <laughs> um at least indifferent to the destruction of the United States and the West and is acting accordingly. So I know it's become your life's work or part of your life's work to figure out what exactly that, that entity is. <laughs> oh, I love it. Watching them dance around this is hilarious to me. I don't know why I find it so funny, but, Again, in the context of what we know from history, what we know just about current events and how how these groups are yeah, you know, they're finding common cause perhaps that they can't say the words. <laughs> Chosen parasoid. <laughs> Are you any closer? Um, I suppose I, I am. I mean, maybe I'm. I'm 
part way, and and that part involves. I. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, but uh, Brett sitting there with his Jufro. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about parasoids and uh, saying entities and uh, saying I'm, I'm far away. I'm far away. <laughs> I, I now look at a map with much more skepticism that I understand what it means. That we have become so accustomed to looking at something like a nation like China and thinking of it as an entity that behaves in some way. And something about the, um, the ease with which various power structures interact suggests that we, I don't understand why my government is behaving in a way that seems um, to be sabotaging the interests of average Americans. Wait, wait, wait. Let's talk about who operates the most powerful positions of our country. Real quick, my name is Christopher Wood and I'm running for mayor of Wausau and I'm going to be going through a strategy and a plan of action after I read this list. Janet Yellen, Secretary of the Treasury, in charge of the money of our country, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew, <laughs> Merrick Garland, Attorney General for our country, dual citizenship with Israel, Jew. Alejandro America, Secretary of Homeland Security, saying that the southern border is secure, saying that the southern border is perfectly fine. Dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. Avril Hayes, Director of National Intelligence for our country. Dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. Jeff Zaitz, White House Chief of Staff, whispering in Sleepy Biden's ear. Dual citizenship with Israel. Jew, four-star admiral, Rachel Levine, U.S. Assistant Secretary of Health, dual citizenship with Israel. Tranny. Jew, Antony Blinken, Secretary of the State for our country, dual citizenship with Israel. Jew, Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of the State, dual citizenship with Israel. Jew, Victoria Nolan. Secretary for Political Affairs of our country. Jabba the Hub. Dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. Doug Imhoff. Second gentleman of the United States. Whispering in Kamala Harris's ear every night before bed. Dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. Deputy Director of the CIA. David Cohen. Dual citizenship with Israel. Jew. <laughs> See, they'll have you questioning everybody. But they won't let you question Israel or the Jews. They try to shut you up. You can question the white people. You can question the Koreans. You can question the Chinese. You can question the Palestinians. And on that bit, I'm just going to leave that. Because you can question the Ching Chongs. And, um... Wait, did we just jump a whole bunch? We did, didn't we? We did, and that's not going to work now. I don't know why Twitter does that. Their player is a bit sketchy. Following any of the stories over the past several years about the movement of...
Couldn't work. Rah! Mush pas. Oh. Let's try again. Uh, I'll try not to break the player. Following any of the stories over the past several years about to be sick with an infection. And again, I don't want to drag you into too much biology, but um, everybody knows what a parasite is. There's also something called a parasitoid. And a parasitoid is a parasite that kills its host in the process of doing its job. And I'm concerned that we may have a, a parasitoid that is actually... Um... Wait! I'm stopping this right now. A shout out to... Uh... <laughs> To our Mexican contingent, Bean Lord. <laughs> baby, we want to see your nudes. Come on, show us your nudes, baby. Show us the nudes, I mother. I love you. We love you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I have got to take the time to put that on my soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. We want to see your nudes. Come on, show us your nudes, baby. Show us the nudes, I mother. I love you. We love you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> 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 show us the nudes. <laughs> Thank you, Bingo. At least indifferent to the destruction of the United States and the West and is acting accordingly. So I know it's become your life's work or part of your life's work to figure out what exactly that that entity is. Are you any closer? Um, I suppose I, I am. I mean, maybe I'm I'm part way and and that part involves I, I now look at a map with much more skepticism that I understand what it means. That we have become so accustomed to looking at something like a nation, like China, and thinking of it as an entity that behaves in some way. And something about the, um, the ease with which various power structures interact suggests that we... I don't understand why my government is behaving in a way that seems um, to be sabotaging the interests of average Americans, but it is, undeniably. Um, it seems to be acting on behalf of our enemies. I don't know whether that could conceivably be because uh, there's actually hostility. I doubt it. But my guess is what they're... No. <laughs> You're wrong for it. There's hostility, all right? <laughs> it goes back a long, long fucking time. There is, is just a, uh, a rampant outbreak of amorality where people are willing to do whatever is expedient, and that has made the game rather easy for um, powers that be elsewhere. And I don't know 
I don't know where the analysis becomes absurd. I have watched policy on the West Coast make the quality of life drop spectacularly so that people are fleeing, including wealthy people. And I look at wealthy people fleeing California, for example. You were right, colorist. He just can't say the word. Um, we need to uh, get Nick Griffin on there. <laughs> and I think something about this story doesn't add up. It's, it's rather a lot like building up a population with too many males. There's something else that explains this, because at the end of the day, wealthy elites are going to end up with the best real estate. So the fact that they're fleeing either means that which elites are going to end up with that real estate is about to switch. Maybe this was a, uh, a real estate scam. You know, Malibu will always be occupied by rich people. It will, but which rich people? Yes. And I wonder, you know, having seen something that very much looks like an undeclared invasion. Gaza says, do you reckon that is natural hair or is it permed? That is a uh, full-on true blue Jufro. It's in the genes. Moving through Central America, knowing that the Chinese Communist Party thinks in terms of long-term planning over the movement of people and resources, that our system uh, we have effectively opened the gates of the city to anybody who's willing to pay uh, to corrupt our political structures. Mm. Mm. Let me let me just think back in history about who who has a uh, reputation for uh, you know opening the city gates. Mm. Mm. Byzantine. Moorish Spain. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I'm part way there. I'm nearly there to seeing it. Just. <laughs> there is a story you could tell in which the CCP has a different understanding of what the future of our country is than most Americans do. And, uh, well, let's just put it this way. Maybe I'm imagining what I saw, but if I'm not, then all of those Chinese migrants who don't want to talk about what they're doing moving into the U.S., they're going to do something. I don't know what it's going to be, but... Um, I don't know when we became so naive about the fact that we have, uh, there are parties abroad who do not wish us well and would not mind at all seeing us um, removed from our position of power. And who knows, maybe, you know, some of us displaced from the continent we live on, I, I can't say. I mean, China is, is literally the other side of the world. It's also not Haiti. I mean, there's economic opportunity in China, and but there's also economic opportunity for unemployed Chinese in the Philippines or Vietnam, Malaysia. <laughs> it's not obvious that they would come to the Darien Gap to get here. Well, the Darien Gap is a very strange place to have gone. Um, for one thing, as Chris Martinson points out, 
the absurdity, if we're going to invite people in, let's say, let's say we had decided that we, we didn't have enough people to do labor and that it was actually good for the U.S. to bring in large numbers of people from elsewhere. Having people go through the, the, the theater of marching through Darien is absurd and dangerous. And it is creating a humanitarian crisis. In addition to the environmental crisis, which is in Darien, we're creating a humanitarian crisis that's absolutely needless. Either these people should be welcomed because it's good for us to bring right. them in, exactly. or they shouldn't be there at all. And the only purpose I can think, especially given that the Chinese, many of the Chinese, I don't want to say all, there are Chinese people in the other camps. Hashtag no. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is great it's cracking me up um if this is the level of um i don't know the, the, the resistance narrative <laughs> you're so screwed we're all so screwed <clears throat> uh were people saying that the interview sucked with tucker i didn't watch it um no, it's actually a, a, a good interview. It's this part where they're talking about a great replacement. That's that's what you're talking about. And um, there's a there's a shock troop coming that the vanguard um, could potentially be um, Chinese. The question is, who operates at those levels and who has a history of playing these games? <laughs> these aren't games. These are, this is deadly serious. And it's the ahistorical analysis that I just find hilarious. And watching <laughs> Brett Weinstein with his Jufro and Tucker with his Habadnik bracelet trying to discuss what's happening. <laughs> just, just not quite getting it. <laughs> just, it's impossible that they, they don't understand this. And they, so it means that they're not willing to step into enemy fire as needed right now. That's that's all I can say. And it's it's to put you into a holding pattern right now. And, you know, what you should be doing is finding your own holding pattern, um, withdrawing consent, getting uh, mastery of uh, your your borders. And, you know, I, <laughs> I struggle with uh, 100 square meters. I'm trying to keep, it's not even contained. I've got to do garden shit. I'm sitting here procrastinating on the screen um, doing this when I should be outside. Um, <laughs> if this is the, uh, and like I say, that if, it's, if this is deliberately done to um, take that, you, you know, you can take away some of the opposition, populist opposition by telling them bullshit like viruses aren't real. You can tell them things like biowarfare isn't real. You can tell them all sorts of nonsense. And then, you know, those that are still hanging, you sort of sit there and cogitatively scratch your chin, wondering who, who would have this program, this pattern of behavior that would be leading to this type of um, events unfurling on the ground and as we were talking earlier think about how stretched and using using the institutes of old to stretch 
the, let's say, indigenous in this instance, right? Militarily, economically. And then you put in all the subversion as well. And then comes the, the, the shock troops on the ground. The gates have been unlocked and in comes the forces, the enemy's forces. When you've been softened up with uh, bio-warfare. So we saw that as well. Also not forthcoming about anything. But um, the, the only purpose I can think of for coming to America via Panama is that it allows them to blend with all of the people who are coming from South America. It makes it hard to discuss, but I can't think of another reason to do it that way. It's, at the very least, wildly inefficient. Is I mean, these are such interesting and important questions, but they're also rooted in your personal observation. Did you run into, into any journalists from big newspapers or TV channels when you were down there? Absolutely not, um, which is also shocking. I mean, this is emblematic of the era we are living in, where the issues which obviously have our well-being tied up in them are hiding in plain sight. It's not hard to see this story. All you need to know is where to go. You can go look at it. And the fact that that's not happening, that our major news organizations are disinterested in this story, again, suggests a system that has been corrupted across the board. You would imagine that even if the New York Times didn't want to report this story, that some reporter with ambition would chase it down anyway. But so universal is the complicity here that nobody reports it. And if they do report it, they report it wrong. They report it so that it leads you to have a confused sense or a sense that this is more minor than it is. But we're talking literally about millions of people. And millions of people is not a minor issue, you know, in a country with 300 million. Right? This is a major demographic shift one way or the other. Yeah, and a permanent one. Um, did you, what did you hear about the cartels when you were down there? We hear a lot about them in this country. So th there was that section. And then I want to get to... Without wrecking all of these, it, some of these priceless tropical hardwoods, you're going to get miners who are going to illegally go in there and mine and leave big tailing piles and toxins. Um, it's it's a devastating impact. At the moment, my guess would be that um, the forest is rescuable, but the process has to stop. If it continues to go down this road, uh, it will be unsavable. Has the government of Panama said anything about this? I mean, it's their territory. Um, mostly they don't say anything. And what we were told was that this was kind of the deal. That if they ushered people through, they facilitated their movement, then those people would keep going. And this is a, a temporary cost for Panama. Um, I think if the people of Panama thought that the migration was going to stop and they were going to have to absorb all of these migrants, uh, there would be riots in the streets. That's my guess. Now, Panama's for other reasons in rather uh, perilous situation um, because after the handover, the Panamanians upgraded the canal. Um, and they did so according to plans that Americans had drawn up. They put in a third lane for boat traffic. 
But the th so every time a boat transits the canal, a huge amount of water is lost in the process of uh, lifting and, and lowering boats. When the Americans drew up the plans for a third lane, which the Americans did not complete, the Panamanians now have, it involved the damming of a second river to provide more water. So that never happened. Panama is now in a drought. And the drought combined with the massive extra losses of water is resulting in the Panama Canal um, having greatly reduced traffic, which is a huge hit to the Panamanian economy because each of the ships that transits the canal uh, hands over a huge pile of cash to be allowed to do it. Um, and this is a major piece of the Panamanian economy. We're at the beginning of the dry season. I don't know what's going to happen by the end of the dry season, but uh, it may go from a greatly reduced number of transits per day to, I don't know, could it go to none? Maybe which would be a, a big hit to the world economy, actually. This is why the Nicaraguans are considering completing that canal, right? The Nicaraguans, that has been long in discussion for... Oh, 150 years. Yeah, right. So uh, I don't know if the Nicaraguans are going to. At the moment, the Panamanians are using uh, the train that parallels the canal, and basically lots of ships are offloading their cargo onto a train, and it's going uh, overland to a ship on the other side. Um, so in any case, Panama has a stability problem of its own, and that combined with uh, the hazard posed by this migration, and you know, if America closes the, the door on this migration, where do these people go? So last question, if you were to, um, I know that you will continue your, your journey of inquiry in, in this topic, but who, where else would you go to get answers to what exactly is happening? Well, if I, if I was, uh, if I was initiating an effort to figure out that question, I would. Come speak to me, Brett. I'll sort you right out. <laughs> I got just a team. <laughs> bring the people who have navigated the story this far together with uh, whatever experts still exist on the various related topics. I mean, frankly, I would talk to Mike Leon about all of the things that are connected to this story, all the things he's seen all over the world. He has a very good sense for who the players are and what he knows has to be brought together with an understanding of um, how these dynamics might play out. But I have to say, I'm not sure, I don't know how much time we have. Again, I don't know if what I saw implies a uh, another shoe is going to drop. How many of these Chinese sleepwalkers have to end up in the U.S. before some other phase kicks off? Um, what was the involvement of COVID? Is it just happenstance? Or is there something about the COVID crisis that is in some way connected to what we are now what do you mean? There we go. Um, starting to get it. Starting to see, Brett. Starting to get it. Only took you four years. This is a place we have to be extremely careful. I, I'm just looking at the various puzzle pieces and trying to imagine what they could mean. We know that SARS-CoV-2 was the product of dual-use research, which yes. means bioweapons. The spike protein in the so-called vaccines was taken from SARS-CoV-2. So it is also the product of bioweapons research. Now, again, I will say it again because I'm concerned that people will take it as a conclusion rather than a hypothesis. This is only a hypothesis. And when I say it's a hypothesis, it doesn't mean that I believe it's true. It means that I believe it's... Too much beating around the bush. Um, it has to be the primary hypothesis right now and the weapons mechanism passed <laughs> through, a, through a fucking atomic microscope and again multiple times till we get an answer to what could be that mechanism and it may it may be 
It may be as bad as a super pre-on event. Maybe it's more the run-of-the-mill conquest of countries, etc., and uh, wars and uh, wars and famine. We don't know. We don't know. But um, I get you need Brett to speak to a large audience. I get it. I get it. Right. But it's so fucking slow and <laughs> irritating. Plausible. The, the vaccines that people got. You may remember, I think we talked about it the last time I was here. Um, people who get more than three of these shots have an interesting effect that uh, none of us saw coming, which is the triggering of something called IG. It's not true. <laughs> you can look at that literature and uh, class switching seems to be a uh, well-known failure mode in these uh, interventions, countermeasures. Um, and still, still missing the most important part. Which is, uh, have they seeded everyone with prion catalysts straight past your immune barriers into multiple organ systems? And are you spitting out amyloids? Are you filling up with those undigestible microclots once the prions <laughs> cascade through your nervous system? This is the question that we need the answer to. And... Because of the, wager. Because of the, um, well, I should probably just let him finish his point, right? Then I'll continue. Gg four, Ig means immunoglobulin. It's a synonym for antibody. Igg is a class of immunoglobulin, and Igg four is a very interesting subclass. Igg four's purpose, its biological purpose, is to turn down an immune response. So, um, if your body is reacting to something it shouldn't react to, the Nature has granted us a mechanism for turning down that reaction so that you don't die from, from an allergy effectively. This is what allergens do, is they try to trigger that attenuation signal in order to get the body to stop reacting to something that it shouldn't be reacting to. The fact that these shots seem to trigger the production of IgG4 is fascinating. It could just be uh, an unexpected consequence that nobody saw coming. But if you think about... Not true. Not true what it is that the folks who try to produce biological weapons want. They want a weapon that um, separates populations. In other words, a weapon is no good. If it's not contagious, then you have to drop it on enough people to matter. That's difficult. If it is contagious, then your own population risks getting it. So the problem is there's not a good design mechanism to deal with that. But if the mRNA vaccines produced an attenuation signal in people who got more than three of these shots, then conceivably that attenuation signal could cause that population of people to be induced not to react to a pathogen. If you just added the spike protein to it, presumably it would trigger that signal. So here's why I'm mentioning all of this arcane biology. The Chinese did not vaccinate their population with mRNA technology or anything based on spike protein. So those two populations are now different in this regard. Um, they also have, uh, how should we say, the genetic scales weighted in their favor. Don't forget that either. He didn't say that. Could have done. Which, again, might mean 
nothing. But what we learned so painfully in the battle uh, against the mainstream narrative over these so-called vaccines is that um, the reason that I say so-called vaccines and I try to say it every time is because what these things turned out to be is gene therapy. But that doesn't even quite cover the problem with them. They're gene therapy in the sense that they introduce a genetic message into your cells and they get your cells to translate it. But there's also a part of our bodies that absorbs messages in a whole different way. It's our immune system. Our immune system literally evolves on the scale of hours to days when you get an illness. That's how we fend off illnesses that evolve so rapidly. And so the message that was injected into so many people was like a firmware update. It was a firmware update that caused the immune systems of those people to take up a new way of viewing the world. And that new way of viewing the world seems to have produced this attenuation signal uh, in response to the antigen, the spike protein antigen. So am I seeing a mirage? Let's hope so. So just to try to f flesh out or put in non-specialist terms what you may be suggesting. <laughs> Not specialist. Uh, holy shit, man. If you're at this point and that's specialist for you, uh, there's, there's no helping you. Sorry. It's plausible that this was all an effort to make one population effectively immune from some new bioweapon and another population susceptible to it. Is that what you're saying? Uh, that is what I'm saying. And again, all it is is possible. Right. I have no evidence that this did happen except for the odd fact of this IgG force. Well, why didn't the Chinese use mRNA vaccines? I don't know. Uh, it is, let's put it this way, nobody should have. Of course. It was a technology that was just simply not fit for human consumption, but... Um, yep, yep, yep. Why were 13 billion doses rolled out and 4 billion sleeves rolled up and people hit multiple times? And the, again... There's the more insidious, deeper level. Ah, I get it. It's probably a bit technical and out there. There's Antimensch. They can't understand prions. Who's going to grab onto that? Um, and maybe speaking about IgG, um, class switching is a... Um, maybe it's more approachable for people. But the simple fact is, is that that peptide now is um, tolerated at much higher levels, which I think is what the wastewater signaling is telling us. We're seeing more and more um, COVID circulating in the environment. And again, with the protein misfolding pathway, and it happening again across m multiple organ systems at the same time, rather than trying to get through like immune barriers like the gut, nasopharyngeal um, skin is likely to emerge in ways that would be unpredictable compared to how the public have been exposed to it in the past. And so I, I applaud Brett at this point of the discussion. Um, the the, uh, the tiptoeing around the bush and uh, <laughs> about... <laughs> Who who leaves the castle doors open and is always aiming for subversion? Just go. It just bloody. It's on the tip of my tongue, I tell you. It's just. 
one does not know. And further, we got a lot of nonsense out of China that caused people, including me, to be more frightened of SARS-CoV-2 than was warranted. No, right? me too. You remember the videos of people collapsing dead in the street, right? That was nonsense. So I don't know who's who on this planet. But we still see people collapsing in the street all the time now. <laughs> so, you know. Again, noisy data sets. We don't know. We don't know. All we can do is look at the potential um, probabilities of various scenarios playing out. That's all. And you can look at data and see where it fits in the jigsaw. And yeah, there's, I have no doubt that there are <laughs> tons of military-aged types pouring into not just the Americas, but Europe as well. But And a lot of that is a consequence of our own, you know, going and bombing places into the dust because uh, we can't make them comply with our contracts and our, our central banks. Um, you know, this is, it's not just a superficial problem. It goes back a long, long way. And you, and look, bit players like these two on the screen as well are likely to get taken in by that type of, what should we say, um, warfare, I guess. Um, I don't think that these are uh, the savoured or saved class. Globo homo damage control. Maybe, maybe, like I say, be sceptical of everything right now. Um, look, at, look at the data points that you're dealing with and um, make appropriate decisions. If you're, if you're in a position to be able to make and act out those um, strategies. I don't do anything. I just got to sit here and <laughs> try and find a try and find the humor in it all. Um, scrape a living, <laughs> fade the coon. Um, but I can certainly point out where the data does. You know, <laughs> there's correlation. You know, where there's uh, where there's smoke, there's fire usually. So um, we should keep that in mind. And you know, maybe. Maybe they literally don't get it. Maybe, you know, it's a case of uh, like horse horses with blinders on, etc. And they don't want to, or they can't countenance the fact that there would be a um, group outside of the canonical descriptors, descriptors of, you know, country A and country B are going to have a tete-a-tete and... Um, Maybe maybe they find it difficult to think outside of that um, that scope. I, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, but, you know, millions of people will now have watched this and, again, be hopefully thinking about the nature of the biowarfare that's been done. Um, you know, the discussion I had yesterday with Jeannie was, um, again, I know too many people messed up by the virus in and of itself to just be, I think both fit the equation here of what was happening. But again, everything was lined up so that the shot was taken right? to maximize the impact of the weapon to be used. And then, you know, 
I'm of the opinion, my own personal view, that these entities are, can use countries like we use the convenience store. Um, and they're just playing the same game they've always done, only with today's technologies and um, interconnected world. Um, it's far, far more encompassing. So, I don't know if they had any more to say. Playing field, and I don't know what they want, but to the extent that there seemed to be an absolute obsession with injecting absolutely everybody with these so-called vaccines, that was conspicuous. That did not seem like uh, just greed and a desire to I, sell more I shots. Agree, I agree completely. It was bizarre. And the fact that we specifically um, insisted on vaccinating the entire military and threw people out who wouldn't take it, we vaccinated all of our frontline workers. I mean, I mean, and at the time, and we we know that that's a nailed-on strategy for biowarfare. You release that agent, and then you get the critical infrastructure with the follow-on exposures, and you <laughs> you got that shiny hypodermic just pushed straight past your um, skin immune barriers, and just depositing the genetic payload all through the body. That's that's the current data set as we, the public, understand it. And the mass movement of people has been weaponized for a long time. This we know. Um, and a fight, fight, I mean, something that I've been conscious of and speaking about and um, having to well, pay the dues for that. Just And, it, you know, I got off lightly in that respect. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm still... <laughs> I still get debanked. I'm still censored. I'm still... Um, they don't want you listening to me. And it seems to me that they're having to give more and more like that it's a controlled release where the, they could have used this time to go far far deeper into um the mechanisms at play and uh, the you know the point of the chinese <laughs> there's a, there's a whole litany of suspects that could be uh, at play here um the problem is that there's too much convergence between the two sides and again, so you would have to think, what's the operating principle above? And uh, let's see. Let's see. Democracy here started when our nation took shooting down. There's even a coin that got made back then, but they don't tell you that in school. <laughs> okay. See, Aniki says, uh, all right. Elite, uh, thrive in Europe. These are the people that the Austrian painter warned about. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. But everything that you're looking at right now, just, it's too, it's too coordinated and it's not the, the saying, it doesn't seem like, oh, they were doing it to print money. The money, enables it sort of greases the wheels for control right because you can get all those corporate hierarchies to interface and um mesh together 
so that they can that that the individuals within them go for like the reward they get they're expecting greater rewards and if you don't understand the full scope and the technicalities of everything then um the ability to have three Porsches instead of two um becomes attractive for people and they think that they'll get away and what happens won't touch them i'm not sure that's the case um with the scale and scope of what we're seeing right now uh let's see johnny says now's the time for all good men to come to the aid of the party it's a typist's thing i guess i don't know man my my strategy is this which is um i'm not complying conscientious objection and look if i see ching chong's marching down the street <laughs> i'd be inclined to lob a molotov or two at him maybe maybe but um the those that profit from these types of events are just too well known. Their history is too well known. And you would be stupid to get sucked in. Don't die for Zog. Don't do it, right? There may come a time where the odds are evened up somewhat, but then I think you'll probably see the, uh, <laughs> the Terminator tech rolled out um, big time. Um, and just just imagine when you're not having to deal with you know, some dude having to fly a drone through a <laughs> black rectangle and it's the flare is so good on it, the LIDAR is so good on it that it can just pick you out and boom, and there's just the skies are filled with them. That's potentially what they're heading for, to maintain their, their grip. And they've had everything in their grip for centuries. Um, certainly in respect to the UK. Um, I think the US is, uh, yeah, you're just about, you're about 40, 50 years behind and uh, you're, you're, the acceleration is upon you. Um, let's see. Uh, 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 kill zombie games and TV movie shows, shows smashing faces are harbingers of in-game social engineering. Love your neighbors is an amazing time to be alive and witness. Write stuff down. Read books. Yeah. <laughs> or watch the uh, Technicolor Armageddon glow up goy slop cage fight at the end of time in hyper reality. <laughs> that seems to be inherently more uh, fascinating. It makes for more uh, makes for more lols. I have to admit. Well, someone uh, send in a dono. Um, let's see. What he says. Thanks for being the one with a few facts. He stands for truth. Um, I don't know. Is it? I don't. I could be fucking way off target. All I'm doing is just trying to put the pieces of data that I see together. And you know, Brett is hit on an important point, which is that again, the scale of the organization that it took. That wasn't just to trial stuff. Okay. It, it was something else. And, and so in that sense, you have to think about the nature of the weapon and what it would do and how it would work. And, you know, the IgG component to me, I can see it in another way, which is, okay, they, the, he, he makes a point about, well, you put that, um, on a 
a different pathogen and um, it will be tolerated per se. But you know, the, the immune response is more complex than any one sort of target in that respect. And so the long-term kill mechanism and well, let's say incapacitation mechanism is the prion pathway. And it just depends if they got that technology down or not. And again, the fact that there's that epitope on the S1 segment that we know just it cleaves and um, spreads in that fashion. Um, why why go to the lengths to gene transfect that into people? And you know, I don't know what the future outlook is. Is that the the controllers? at the top want to pivot to um, Asia. They don't need the headache that is the US. It's served its purpose. May as well break it on the wheel. And um, and then you've got essentially more compliant populations that will do the bidding. And those will get cold as well, um, or incapacitated. There's many, many scenarios that could, play out right now and I, d I don't know what <laughs> what, it is, what it is if i did i wouldn't be sitting here that's for, that's for sure all right um i think that's it i did actually turned into a long stream nearly three hours i want to say thank you to uh gaza of course much much appreciated um and regina and the folks in uh TSTW and Wookies, um, thank you. The rest of you, um, hang your heads in shame for being the K26Rs that you are. Um, let's see, TSTW says, they don't want people living free of them. This is about fixing people with CRISPR. goes into Spartacus territory and Charles Lieber's work. Um, yeah, look, you can't do that on, a, on the extant population. You do it with the new introductions, and I, you know, I think uh, you know, CRISPR is an old way of doing stuff, and there are. You know, I, I, I personally, I would just take them at their word when they say there's too many of you. But any anything beyond that, with respect to um, trying to magically imbue some biological properties um mm, I, I don't know we, we ain't so good at that breaking stuff biologically we are we can do that and i would be you just have a smaller more compliant population where the guardrails are um very very well defined as to what that population can do and they're herded. I mean, you, you could make an argument that that's the case anyway. Um, and again, less population, much is going to be automated away. And, you know, the population that is left is just, you just got to twiddle the knobs and run the cables and install the transmitters, etc., where the robots can't reach. Um, <laughs> I have to pay cow dung breakfast. It's expensive, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
All right. I'm done for today. Thank you for listening. Um, I will try to, I'll try to get back to more um, scientific streaming. Um, I'm hoping Charles is feeling uh, a little better. Perhaps he can um, join us next week. All right. I am out of here. Take care. God bless. And uh, see you in the next one. I want to say, I want to say just, I think, you know, as much as people want to pile on to Brett here, he actually did an important thing, which job, I would say, which is try to get people to think about what happened, the scale of what happened, and the change that's happening on the uh, on the ground in real time. And if he's done that, far, I'm, I'm never going to reach his audience. And um, hopefully, as people begin to th think in those terms, they'll mosey on over here and perhaps try to pick through the uh, the badgy boop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, just went downhill right in. I'm out of here. Take care. God bless. Bro, you don't know how angry I am. You do, I'm like, I was just leaving for fucking work. You do not understand how fucking first off. After reading that all line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. Fuck these peppers. I will fucking kill each fucking pepper. I swear This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually saying. Fuck these peppers. No fucking vaccine or MRA or ever throws you on fucking blood blood. Never. I will fucking die. Fucking fighting for my fucking babies and my fucking forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. All the time. This guy. So technically, we found out that some days before. Fuck this. Let up. 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 Let